We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Storm Dar Weather Podcast. This is episode 207. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the, I love this word, Thundersleet edition. You know? That was pretty cool to watch and hear. And it wasn't it like was. a, a local thing. It happened all over it was all from over Texas place. to Ohio, basically. This is a massive winter storm. It was. Because we saw it developing way down in... Uh, yeah, Texas, Northeast Texas, you were saying. And mm-hmm. I think even the TV guys were saying, we're watching for this development. And it the, the first slug, I thought the first slug was going to be the, the bad one. Well, but maybe yeah. it was. Because, you know, we were always watching the Thursday, the second round. It was going to be bigger. And it wasn't really that big. It was just that round of thundersleet, and that was it. And we were done. And it was done. And they had the went they. Didn't you say that they extended the winter storm warning? They sure did. From 6 to 9? But that was early on Wednesday they did that. Oh. For Thursday. For, for Thursday. <laughs> they extended it for three hours early Wednesday, which didn't make sense to me, because they usually would do that if something's ongoing or if something's lingering in the area. Well, yeah, like a winter weather advisory. They'll yeah, wait yeah. until close to expire time. It's like, you know, we need to kick this up a little bit more. And they I- ended up canceling it and, and replacing it with a... <laughs> Winter weather advisory, anyway. Which at first I thought, well, that's kind of silly. But then I realized what was happening: freezing drizzle was 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 coming down. Um, I went to my mother's, um, had a blast. Well, I mean, there's several reasons for that. Uh, number one, I woke up Wednesday. Was that when I went up there? Wednesday? Yeah, it was before. Yeah, yeah you bef- got up early before it got here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, within like. 20 minutes before it started. Well, you <laughs> know, like, and wow. we were watching outside, and, and our plan was, like, we had stocked up on groceries on Monday, so we were fine. We had plenty of food, but there was, like, two or three small ingredients we had forgotten to get to make some of the meals we had bought. Like, oh, okay. Like paper plates. I, well, yeah. We needed paper <laughs> plates. Okay. Well, what? I don't even remember. Like, bro, In case we, needed we did some, lose power or We something. needed yeah. some hamburger buns and paper plates. Like, that's literally all we needed. And so our thought was, well, we'll just get up early. We got in too late Tuesday night to run to the store. Everything was closed. Oh, because, yeah, you, you had we gone to Oklahoma. And then you came back, right. And so, yeah, we were going to get up in the morning, run to the oh store, gosh. grab those two things before it got here. Well, we ended up sleeping in because we got home so late. And finally, around 10, we were both like, like, you know, he's looking at the radar and we're seeing it in Oklahoma. Our friends are posting it, that it's there. It's, it's hitting. And yeah. so we well, were by like, 10, it was on our doorstep. So, I mean, yeah, yeah he, it was like, we need to go right now or we're not going to get to go. So we both jumped in the car. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we threw some clothes on, jumped in the car, ran up to Country Mart, less than a mile away. Yeah. And still nothing happening. Went in, grabbed our two, three items. 
we were in there less than 10 minutes that we needed uh-huh. come back out and it really it was starting to sleet but when we got to our car there was just a little bit of precipitation drops on the windshield just like li- like ice it drops it looked like just drops oh. and he went to turn the windshield wipers on and it was frozen like oh. in just those few minutes there was stuff on the windshield and it well, was Well the surface frozen. temperature was like in the teens yeah, it was i mean cold. it was like really really cold which is why i decided to have some fun with the cold temperatures mm. That since, is right. Since I couldn't do anything else. Yeah, got to give Shara some kudos here. I mean, I'm sure if you, if I, I hope everybody that's listening to this podcast has watched our Facebook page. Uh, Shara, you got a little creative with uh, some winter stuff. I got bored. Yeah, why don't you explain to our podcast listeners? Same thing listeners, with right? the uh, frozen pants. Got, yeah, we did the frozen pants, but this like, is a little bit different. Let's freeze some spaghetti. <laughs> let's see <laughs> if we can get some spaghetti noodles to stand up on their own and hold their own fork. And you did. And we did. Oh, my gosh. It was a little tougher than the pants, I have to say. Because <laughs> okay. noodles are, are mushy and, you know, because pants are just, they'll firm pretty quickly. Uh-huh. And it's the water in them is what freezes. Right. So with the noodles, by the time you can get them to hold the fork, they've got to be slightly dry. But then they weren't freezing as quickly as I would like. So every once in a while I was going out and spraying water on them. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of keep them freezing, but it worked. They finally stood up, and it was great. It was awesome. And Corey, your wonderful husband, decided to video it. Videoed it and took some pictures, and, and it went nuts. It went viral. It went all over the place. It did. I was like, "What?" How? Our phone was blowing up. We had like, yeah. I mean, just the different companies messaging him. Can we have your video? Can we have your video? <laughs> we were on local channels as well. We were on St. Louis News. Oh, really? I mean, like, all the local news was, was picking it up, but... I don't think And I was, was excited that the Weather Channel wanted it. I know. I know. But then... Was Fox it, Weather was cool. Yeah, and then the and Fox News... Fox Weather is a brand new... It's, it has probably been out there that we haven't seen. By storm. Oh, Ooh. good grief. Ooh. But yesterday morning is when we woke up to many, many, many of our friends messaging us. We saw you on Good Morning America. <laughs> <laughs> what? I even saw like in the comments and some stuff, you know, and I was like, we saw you yeah. on TV. We saw you on the national. Because I was like, anybody that sees us, send us. Because, I mean, I'm sure there was on different that we couldn't see. But it went That national. was so much fun. It, I, I know. See, that's why I love having you guys part of the team. Because Corey's a video guy. And... You're so creative when it comes to stuff like that. I know I how the it. business works because I used to work in TV, so I kind of know what to do. Yeah, to get it to where they can see it. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't mean they're gonna play it? Doesn't mean they're gonna well, like right, it. Well, right, but you can tag them and do stuff. You know, if they want, I'm sure. I'm sure you've tagged some stuff that's like, eh, they'll say okay. But. I didn't tag any of those places. I oh, tagged, you didn't. I tagged Weather Nation we like Weather I do every time because no. he's on a first name basis. I was on with Weather, Weather Nation, Nation this morning too. Yeah, it happens so much. I don't even. He's post on a first name basis with them. They contact him all the time. I had so. my sunset time lapse. Yeah. They, they, oh, they, yeah, yeah. they aired it today. Really? Yeah. yeah so that lo- was no big deal. Like they want him to tag him because they take a lot of his videos. But yeah, having the weather channel. Otherwise, and they Fox would have to go News looking for content. I just tag them and they use it every time. Oh, perfect. Well, I mean, and what you're doing, Shara, is so unusual. No wonder it's getting all this viral activity. I mean, but it just goes to show you all those media outlets look at other media outlets' pages. Yes, because that's when they get contacted when they see it on their page or something. And you'll never know. You like you just never know what's going to go viral. 
That's true. I mean, you know, you'll put a lot of thought and effort into something and think it's going to take off. And, and people like because Weather Channel used yeah. my stuff twice now, and I did not tag it or send them at all. Just get, now the bug data was the biggie, right? Yeah. That's when it went like to Italy. That one should have went bigger than it did. It, it went to Italy. It, it went global. It was on ABC news. news. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty big. I'm it's on go the back Weather and Channel. Watch all those. Yeah. What, oh my gosh. That <laughs> you was should cool. Google. You should YouTube. I, don't, I forget what I YouTube, but it was a guy in Italian with my video talking behind about him. Corey. I remember that, and that was hilarious. <laughs> like, what you saying there? Do, do you get those videos and post them to our, our YouTube page? Because that'd be easy to do. Yeah, well, it's I guess free. We could. I guess we could, but we've not even thought about it. Oh my gosh! Do I mean like I said, you guys are the video. I can I can get it into YouTube, but we need to have a channel in our YouTube. Uh, channel, which I never put. I mean, National I've, recognition. I was putting it our, was fun. our time lapses in there, but then I kind of lost interest. Our 15 interest. minutes of fame was fun. Oh, this time. This time. You had other 15 minutes of fame. Well, too. and I mean, like, <laughs> just going into town, we've had several people come up to us and talk about our video. and Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's fun. Like a country mart. Oh, yeah. oh, I was going to Country Mart, uh, was it yesterday, I think? And it was the funniest thing, the coolest thing. And I hope this guy is listening to the podcast. Uh, I was walking in, and he said, hey, thank you so much for keeping us all safe. And I said, hey, no problem. It's like, we love it. That's what we do. He said, can I get a selfie with you? My, my wife would love this. I said, sure. He actually took a selfie. That's the first time I've ever, uh, <laughs> you know, taken a selfie with someone. Because, like, apparently he knows Stormdar and stuff. I was like... I don't feel like I'm that important. We're you nobody. Know? <laughs> we are nobody. Yeah. So thank you, whoever you are. I mean, I, I and I'm sure you guys can attest to this. Is like we love meeting our friends. You know, when when we're at Walmart or Country Mart or whatever, and you recognize us, come up and say hi. Yeah. I we mean, always say that, but like this week, people actually have. Like physically? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, uh, well, you and then Corey had several come up to him in Country Mart uh, yesterday, I think it was. And then um, I went to a women's conference here in town last night, and I had three or four people come up. and I knew two of them, but there was a couple that I Didn't had really not met. Didn't really know them, but you Well, knew I knew were. who they were. Yeah, you knew of them, From yeah. Facebook and stuff, but I had a couple that I didn't know. Um, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, and I love it when people recognize it. And the funny thing is, I've been a musician, a professional musician in this town for 23 years now. I don't get recognized for that. Right. I get recognized <laughs> for Stormdark. Right, and, th- and we're not even showing our faces really that much. Well, and Corey, I mean... On a rare occasion, we'll post a picture. Corey is not even on stay. I mean, when you were doing this thing, you were doing the yeah, video. Yeah, video you were back, not uh, for, You were front of house, basically. You're doing front of house stuff. I'm actually on stage, it's, but people it's, still don't know. It's <laughs> funny know because for <laughs> years, nobody knew who we were. Yeah. We were able to keep it a pretty good secret for a long time because we didn't show our faces, it, yeah, and it, we didn't give our names. We well, didn't even say Corey and it, or Rando. And it wasn't or, intentional. I mean, none of this yeah, was intentional. We, were just, we just did the weather, it. So it, it wasn't until people were starting to kind of be like, who is Stormdark? Which is kind of fun. Well, and the other thing I noticed, too, and, and I know this is, I, I didn't realize this at first. People like to associate a face with right. a, with something, and I didn't realize that when I, I first did my live cast. People was like, "I know, I know who Stormdar is now." And like, if, oh my god, I never thought about that. Especially if it's somebody local. Oh yeah, they want to feel like they know you, and they want to realize you're just part of the community, just like they are. Yeah, you're, you know, and we're out on a mission to keep you safe. Oh my gosh. That was cool. Well, I want to talk a little bit about this winter storm, and I want to get into a little bit, a little bit of the mechanics 
of it because we've had some comments <laughs> because the temperature was sitting at 16, 17 degrees. Now, this is well below freezing. Yes. Like almost 20 degrees below freezing. Yes. And we got sleet and freezing rain. So people are like, how is this even possible? And if it were just a tad warmer, we would have gotten more freezing rain. Yeah, yeah. So I want, I want to explain just a little bit how that works. Um, without a graphic, it's really difficult. So jump in if, if I get ambiguous here. But um, what happens is you have cold air in place at the surface. Usually at the surface, uh, let, let, let's say it's 15 degrees at the surface. Well, when you have an Arctic air mass in place, the temperature drops when it goes up. Uh, we, I, we didn't have a weather school on this. Like, it, like, uh, it drops like 3 degrees every 5,000 feet or something like that. So it continues to go down. Now, what happens, especially in a freezing rain event, you get what we call a warm nose or a warm punch, and that is an area in the atmosphere that is usually 3,000 or 4,000 or even 5,000 feet up in the atmosphere that is punched in with tremendously warmer air. And that's exactly what happened with this. The And this must have been incredibly warm because what happens, <laughs> precipitation will develop up there, but then it will fall into this warm layer and it will melt or possibly partially melt before it reaches the surface because, you know, gravity is going to fall down to the ground. That's how you get freezing rain. If the temperature is below freezing, usually about 25, 28 degrees, and you get a warm punch just off the surface, those snowflakes are going to fall into that warm air, melt, and turn into liquid, and the velocity, they cannot freeze before they reach the ground, and that's where you get freezing rain. If the warm air is shallow, it'll partially melt, or you'll get a partially frozen raindrop, and that will come as sleet. Now, the reason I'm explaining this is it was 15, 16, 17 degrees, so this amount of warm punch must have been incredibly warmer because we got sleet and sleet and sleet. It had to have melted, or, I mean, don't you think? I mean, all these, sleep just doesn't develop on its own. It has to either melt or start to refreeze again. Right. So it has to be above freezing to a point. So that's at least 20 degrees warmer just off the surface for that to actually happen, which is insane. Because, boy, it formed a nice sheet of ice when it hit the ground. Yeah. And well, we, that yeah. sleet usually has traction. Yes, which we had a good layer of sleet this time, yeah. but it was so cold that that once it, it was all freezing sleeted, together. it froze solid. So it was just a sheet of ice. You know, you talk about sleet. Like I saw a graphic the other day that it, uh, explained the, the difference between freezing rain and sleet, and it showed two donuts, and the the sleet was the sprinkles on the donuts. And the freezing rain was the glaze on the donuts. Ah, it that's stuck great. all over everything. That's great, yeah. So, but this leak, it came down as sprinkles, uh-huh. as those sprinkles on the donut. Right. But there was so much, and it was so cold that it it was piling packed, up. It packed down and froze, basically. So it was still pretty slick. And but, the thing is, it looked like snow when you yeah. looked at it. And I actually, what I don't remember which night it was. Oh, it was right after. 
I after you and I went shopping Friday. Yeah. When yeah. I came back home and I ran into town and then I came back and I went to get out of my car and I mean I see the white outside my door and I'm used to there being snow there because there was snow there for a while and I'm used to just stepping down in it. Right. It's not, but I forgot and I put my foot down and my foot kept going. And I still had my right leg in the car. I was still behind the wheel. Oh, no. And my leg is sliding, and I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. (laughs) Thank God there was a car parked next to me because I literally grabbed a hold of their handle and caught myself. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like I came in and thought I was about to die. It was slick. Not as slick as freezing rain would be, but it was still slick when it it piled up and and froze. did, did we have... A little bit of freezing rain mixed in with that. At first, we definitely Some people did. Were reporting At first, that. we did. Okay, because see, yeah. I went to Springfield. I left. So many people were confused by the sleet, thinking it was hail. Well, yeah, it they they can. Yeah, they were like, it's hailing outside. But, but, it's hailing, sleeting, but, and freezing rain. But, I'm like, no. But <laughs> on we Thursday, had a it was thunder. Right, yeah. because Thursday it was thundering. It was a little different. Yeah. Some people say they did have penny-sized hail, mm. which okay. You can. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Because, well, hail can form so much lower in the atmosphere in the winter than it does in the spring. Right. It's all about that freezing line. So it's not, you know, unheard of to have hail with these, especially when you have any type of instability. We had some thunder and lightning. It's it was, convective. is so nice. It was it's great. Like, wow. And it wasn't just one or two flashes. It was pretty no, that, constant that, yes. for a while. <laughs> we were doing our live shot and we both heard thunder from each other. So you were in Springfield Which and I was, was in cool. Branson. That was cool because we were both outside. And by the way, kudos on you finding out how to do that. That yeah. was so cool. It's pretty where we cool. Get, where he, we, I, we haven't been able to do that before. I wasn't listening. What do you do? Okay, never mind. So, <laughs> he was just talking no. about how much of a genius I am yeah. in the video world. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Meaning, <laughs> doing doing the live shot and finding that software that we could do the remotes together. Oh, and he okay. Could... Your new live where you were in two yeah. different places. Yeah. You don't know the what he went through box. to do that. Well, I think he you said he was what, much. You don't know what I went through <laughs> for him to do that. Because every five minutes he had to come in the living room and hand me a phone and go, okay, I'll come to the other room. Tell me if you can hear me. <laughs> oh, you had to test. You were the test. You were the test. testing. Oh, a lot of testing. Before I actually implemented it. To make sure it was going to oh work. My gosh. Before I even told you about it. He'd come take the phone away and then he'd bring oh, it back. Oh, before even I okay, knew tell about me it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Because I was working on this a couple of days before we ever talked about going live. Oh, really? Just because I stumbled across this new technology. Oh, my god! So gosh. we had no aspiration. And before we even went live together here, yeah, uh-huh. two days before that. So I didn't know we were going to be doing live soon. And now oh we've done God. three since then. Yes. So, and it looks great. And, and we should do more now, it's I think. We should go live it quite looks, often because it looks we, professional. I mean, yeah. We can do it from our own houses. We don't right. have to do it. Yeah, you don't have to get together. And, and we, we can come bring over. in yeah. anybody from the entire world. We can bring in multiples, unlimited Ooh. live shots all at the same time. We can talk to 500 wow. people if we want. I can go on one side of town, and you can go on one side of town, and you can go on one side of town, and we can all talk to each other and see I what's talked happening. I talked to some people... In Norman, I talked to Cade. He's going to join us on some severe we, weather days. I want days. to talk to Cade at some point. We have well, and we have people. We can talk to in Chad, Miami, Miami people saying. in Joplin. We're going to talk to. We can talk to people in Springfield or anywhere the storms are happening. Right. That we are your live cast. I mean, right. it's a little different for the pod. I'm sure. I mean, we'll we'll do it 
we'll do phone. I'd like to have people here for the podcast. But mm-hmm. you're, I know you're talking about live casts and doing different, which I think weather is, happening in different places so we can compare exactly. what's happening there to what's happening here. <gasps> we could like fly in Misty too. Oh. Heck yeah, we could. Mm. That'd be cool. You and keep Stuart, talking to her? Stuart too? Yeah. Oh, cool. And St- Stuart, my gosh, Stuart. That would be cool. And for a live, I mean, we'll, we'll have to make it a new series. Okay, for our podcast listeners, we are uh, brainstorming right now. We're so you're listening to our brainstorm in the middle of the podcast, and we're so cool sorry stuff. because this is how we work. Yeah, I mean, we literally it's like sit so around cool here during our breaks, and we come up with different ideas to try to keep things yeah. new and entertaining and. And not same old, same But old. I did watch ours. I've watched ours several times where you were in Springfield and I was in Branson. And it just added so much more because we showed two different locations. Yeah. And then I watched the one from the National Weather Service. And I didn't get as much out of that because we were outside and showing what was going on. And it was I was cool. on my porch except my phone died. But I have a <laughs> yeah, new phone now. I was, <laughs> I was surprised you guys went outside because... He was saying he was going to go outside. I knew that's what happened when you just disappeared. I was like, it's like 15 degrees out there. And I see him sitting on the porch and he's just sitting there shivering. I'm like. Well, see, I bundled up. He didn't. Well, I did. He put on a light jacket. And that's what he was saying. He's like, well, I just, I wanted to wear my Stormdor jacket. I was like. Honey, you can put layers under it. Dude, <laughs> like, dude. You know, if we're going to go outside, I didn't see you shaking on there, but I'm sure you were. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you could have put like five layers under that coat. <laughs> anyway, the, the whole point of this whole ramble here, gosh, we've been like rambling for like 10 minutes um, of this whole thing. We are increasing our capabilities at Stormdar Weather, and I am so thrilled that we can actually do that. We are trying to keep the latest updated well, technology. Well, you know, it's not, it's not even... To show off technology is no, because it's just keeping better informed. It's keep right. It's keeping better informed. We can do on location, like Corey just said. We can do on location. Like here's what's going on. If now. you're in Springfield, or I can go to Spring. Well, I'm not going to go to Springfield just for a live cast. But but you know the whole point of that is to be able to be more on location. We need to find people. In these locations, in Joplin and Springfield, yes. who we know and become friends with, who we can trust to talk to us live during severe situations. Gary Bandy. Gary and would, would he? Would well, he? We know he tons of people in Joplin. We know tons of people in Miami. We probably yeah, but Gary Bandy's a meteorologist. It was, it was right, like, but yeah. I mean, he's going to be busy doing his own. He's weather. back on TV now. Mm. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him in the studio. He came out of retirement. Somebody oh took God. a picture, and he was in the studio yeah. working. He 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 went back to. And I KSM. was like, "Wait a minute, what's Gary Bandy doing there?" <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, uh, it, for for those people who have not turned off the podcast, uh, <laughs> we haven't bored you to sleep yet. Yeah, we haven't bored you yet. Uh, let, uh, what's happening is we did the winter storm. Now we're in this big warm up. My gosh, day to day today. Is warm up, warm up, and now seventies are easily in the forecast for the end of this week. Yeah, easily. I'm, I'm I have mixed feelings about that. Uh, why do you have mixed feelings about that? Because I've been waiting for a seventy degree day all winter. <laughs> so you can take the kayak out. So I can take oh. the kayak out. And guess who gets to go back to work this week? That very me same and day. you and, they're and both me. Going back. So I'll take the kayak out. There yeah. you go. Take rip. Yeah, that's the thing. Now we're recording this on February twenty seventh. So uh, March is just around the corner, and that's it's when just... Corey goes back to work. I go back to work. So our podcasts are going to uh, starting next week. Will be on Monday nights now. So because that's when we normally have our podcast. It's been crazy. We do what we can. Yeah, we do what we can. So so look for it on, on Monday. But but yeah, uh, warm up and... okay. Now, is uh, this a teaser warm up? 
Uh, we're gonna no, get no, like, it's going to warm up. We're going to get like bitter cold the very next week. We're going to get like I'm massive snowstorm. I'm not snow saying that, that. Well, that's a long range forecast, and you can't put any accuracy in a long range forecast. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, what are they calling for I the next week? I don't see any big cold snaps. I don't either. And I'm looking at calendar, meteorological spring starts in two days. Yeah. Again, uh, yeah. it's still early. We've had so lots people of weather are in posting, March. they're commenting. Is, is are we done with winter? Is this, is this, I can't say we're done. No, with winter. no, I cannot guarantee anything at this point. We've had no. snow in May. People. We're way too early yeah. for that. Yeah. Now the May thing that was unusual. That was odd, but, but it can had, happen. We've had several snows in April. But here's the thing. I mean, okay. snow in March is not uncommon. All right. Here's right, the thing. Right. Even if we don't get snow every year, and and this is just how the world works, mm-hmm. um, we will have a beautiful week, beautiful weather, 67. 70s, and then literally up until the day of Easter. When Easter, all the plants are when coming everybody out, yeah. has bought <laughs> short sleeve dresses <laughs> or sleeveless dresses and shorts for their kids to wear to church and to wear to Easter functions, and they want to go outside and do Easter egg hunks. Psst. Lambs the temperature <laughs> down into the twenties, and we all freeze our butts off. And you got to get where your park is like, and your coats. Seriously, can it just stay warm? I mean, it, no, I've it had can't. easters where it is like nice and eighty the oh, day I know. before. I know, and then it is twenty well, the let day me, of. Let me tell you this. Okay, all right. Hummingbirds come out. <gasps> I was getting ready to talk about that. Yeah, on tax day in my book, I say tax day April fifteenth because that's I've I've yeah. seen them Someone first said appear they were coming sooner this three year. different years. In the past ten years, on April fifteenth, last year being right. the, the last one I saw that happen on it's like clockwork. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Easter happens two days later on April seventeenth, so maybe that's yeah, pretty late in the year for Easter. April seventeenth. I was gonna say Easter always changes. It doesn't changes. It? Sometimes it's, it's in March. March. It happens, yeah, it has to do with the the moon and the the sun and yeah. Because it sometimes is in March and sometimes it's in oh, April I know. I, and sometimes I it's in late it, yeah. April. Although daylight saving time starts the thirteenth, so we are close to getting of March. of March. So we are close to getting longer evenings. I can't wait. It's not going to do anything to temperature because daylight saving time doesn't care. Yeah, but <laughs> about temperature every day that average temperature rises oh. a little. Well, now it's it's after six o'clock and it's still light. It's like yeah, thank well, you, thank you. Sunset yeah. tonight was at six oh four, six oh five. So oh, yeah. just in a few days in a week and a half or two weeks that's going to go up to 708 709 possibly 7010 when, 7010. when yeah. the, i do that all the time 7011 when, when the temp, when the we uh, spring forward yes now here's okay the the saturday okay so we're talking let's see the first is on tuesday so the 5th around the 5th the gfs and we're going to talk about the more in the model minute in here in a minute, but uh, was talking about a potential wet pattern, maybe some stormy stuff. I'm not seeing it, so I'm going to toss it now to the next segment and let Corey talk about potential wet pattern. Model minute, model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. Yeah, so I want you, I've been seeing some stuff. You've been watching the models. Don't know. Give, give us your spin. What's going on? Well, let me tell you. I have been watching a certain batch of interestingness on the models. <laughs> interestingness. I like that. But today it wasn't as interesting. Are you talking Saturday? 
Yeah. Yeah, me too. It was saying, ooh, and I'm like, eh. Yeah, I mean. That's a technical term, Shira. But but it's but just, ooh, it yeah. is what it is. I mean, it yeah. was still pretty far away. I'm going to tell you. I I go to the GFS for my default model. That's my first one I always look at. Yeah. And in, in the next uh well, 160 hours, we got nada. Oh no, no. All this week is going to be absolutely fantabulous. Nada. Nice temperatures in the 70s, which I've been wanting all all winter. Yep. So we do have something coming through my, my on the GFS, a little, and it's not even worth mentioning. Right around, you know, it it used to look a little more severe than it does on March fifth, which is Saturday. I yeah, think. A, yeah, that's a Saturday thing I was seeing. Maybe a little, a few showers. I think we. I haven't seen it in a couple that, of days. That's in the uh, forecast as a forty percent chance of showers now. Last yeah, I looked yeah. at it. Now, coming up on March... Man, I'm looking at this on my phone, and I can't hardly read. Sunday, March 6th... You didn't bring your lap... Your, your into... Didn't bring the iPad tonight. Sunday evening, March 6th, into Monday, March 7th. Something coming up from Arkansas that is a little more interesting than what we had on the... Sunday, uh, Saturday before, a little more uh, heavy rain. Well, isn't that what they were talking about, going into more of a wet, a wetter pattern type of thing? Yeah, and then later on, an hour, 270 to 372, more rain. Nothing severe. I'm way out there. But that coincides with what the uh, Climate Prediction Center is saying. uh, Oh. A wetter pattern. Okay. A warmer pattern. Yes. Which, you know, you put wetter and warmer, you think spring is here, and yeah. we're going to get some severe. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I don't see anything that says we need to really be careful with uh, hyping spring storms on Nothing's there. piquing your interest right Nothing. now. Nothing. Yeah. No. I was kind of, you know, couple past couple of days, I was looking at that Saturday, next Saturday, and I thought, could be, could be, is it? Yeah, well, well, I mentioned something in a post a couple of days ago. It's like, you know, we got to kind of watch Saturday because at one point it was really kind of bringing something heavy and dark yellow up here. Well, you got to look at the temperatures as well. Yeah. Are the temperatures lowering on Saturday? Yeah, not really. Yeah. I was looking at the wind shear for Saturday. I think that's what was peaking, uh, what was uh, really hyping up those models was the wind shear was kind of high for those days now not so much oh yeah wind shear and instability that's what we definitely right. watch and and that's what happened in the um thunder sleet that we had i mean, we had 500 to possibly a thousand of beam layer cape that's enough energy to get something going right and plus the temperature differential that was going too yeah i mean I think by next week we'll we'll be talking more rain type stuff. I mean, we're in March uh, next week. Yeah, I mean, but like you said, I'm not. I'm nothing is really calling. It's we could get storms. You know, I'm not saying still that. early. Very in early. Corey's book. Ooh, Corey's book, and it's been That's like this <laughs> since I've been in TV uh-huh. for twenty some odd years. 
March first. Well, yeah, more than that. More than that. Since ninety five. <laughs> Since ninety five. Oh gosh, yes. March first in my book is the unofficial start of storm season. Yeah. Well, it's like hurricane season. Yeah. I mean, it's like the unofficial. It, it's meteorological spring, which we love. Right. And it's called that for a reason because things do start to change. Yeah. March, April, and May. That's meteorological spring. Right. I, I wouldn't be opposed to just changing the spring and meteorological <laughs> spring all start on March 1st, you know? Well, I'm done with winter. I'm sorry. Who I cares about done. the moon? Yeah. Oh, the moon? And the solstice in the moon fake, and all that. In the moon flat. Wait, is it flat Earth? I don't know. No. Oh, my no. gosh. Don't start that. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay. Uh, never mind. The, sp- <laughs> the spring equinox, is that's, mm-hmm. that's coming up. I don't know what day that is. 20th or 21st, well, it's usually, I, it's do you know? Between the 19th and the 21st. Yeah. So the 20th. Every year, it's between the 19th and the 21st. Let me see. That's, I the, mean, that's, the, day, the, that's the day you stand your, your broom up, remember? Because, you know, yeah, that people works. like to share that on social media. Except Sunday, you can do March it anytime, 20th. Right? Sunday, March 20th. There you go. Okay. Uh, spring equinox 2022 in the Northern Hemisphere will be at 10.33 a.m. Central. We'll get your brooms ready. I mean, yeah. I swear I can go home and stand my broom up right now. But yeah, yeah. Now, I'll is wait that, and do it. Is that central March? daylight time? No. Think about Why it. Not? What are you looking at? Think about it's it. What are you day. looking at? What site? Uh, time and date. It's just I I I gurgled it. Oh. There's a farmers. There's farmers almanac. I always got a time and date. It factors all that in. Well, yeah, no, the first day of... Okay, this is FarmersAlmanac.com. The first day of spring will occur on Sunday, March 20th, 2022, at 11.33 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Gotcha. So, 10.33 a.m. on Sunday, March 20th. Go out and hug your trees. You're going to love mm. that. All right. Shoo! Plant some meters. That was a lot of information in the first half. That is a I, 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 you know, and I had a thing to do tonight, uh, and I just got. I, I have a thing to do tonight too. I, know. I have a thing called sleep. <laughs> well, my, uh, I'm not going to get into it, but Rando is really busy right now. Let's put it that way. So, okay, well, let's get to the weather school. Since we are going into meteorological spring and storm season is basically up on us, uh, let's review the Storm Prediction Center risk levels and we need to all know what those are and what to do if uh, you get into one of those categories so let's get to the weather school if there's something about the weather that you want to know stormed our weather school so you've just learned that the storm prediction center has placed your area in a slight risk for severe thunderstorms This week, we're going to talk in-depth about the five risk levels and dig into what they really mean. A moderate risk for severe thunderstorms is in effect in portions of southern Middle Tennessee, northern Alabama, and northwest Georgia. Strong tornadoes, very large hail, and damaging winds are expected this afternoon into tonight, especially in the red and orange The SPC does an amazing job in monitoring the atmosphere and identifying specific areas of the country where ingredients could come together for damaging weather. 
they use risk levels to give us a perspective of the intensity of impending severe weather. The five risk levels are marginal, slight, enhanced, moderate, and high. These risk levels are based upon atmospheric conditions that could support the development of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes. The marginal risk is the lowest on the scale, and by definition, a marginal risk states isolated severe thunderstorms possible. Any severe storms are expected to be limited in duration, in coverage, and intensity. Elevated storms could produce winds from 40 to 60 miles per hour and or hail up to one inch in diameter with a low risk for tornadoes. Next is the slight risk. This is plotted when scattered severe storms are possible. The definition of a slight risk is short-lived and not widespread isolated intense storms. The criteria lists one or two tornadoes, reports of strong winds and wind damage, and one-inch hail with isolated two-inch diameter hail. Remember that in a slight risk, they aren't anticipating anything widespread, but a few storms will have the potential to reach severe limits. The third on the list is the enhanced risk where numerous severe thunderstorms are possible. By definition, the enhanced risk states more persistent and or widespread storms with a few intense storms. This criteria lists a few tornadoes, several reports of wind damage, and hail from one to two inches in diameter. Moving up the scale, next is the moderate risk. Now we're getting into the area of possible severe weather outbreak. The definition of a moderate risk area is widespread severe storms likely, and it's defined as long-lived, widespread, and intense. The criteria reads strong tornadoes, widespread wind damage, and destructive hail two inches in diameter or greater. And finally, the high risk. We really don't see high risk hoisted very often, maybe once or twice a year. The high risk states long-lived, very widespread, and particularly dangerous intense storms. The definition of a high risk is tornado outbreak and derecho. Within these risk areas, we might see a black hatched area outlined as well. This hatched area is defined as a 10% or greater probability of a significant severe event occurring within 25 miles of a point. An example of a hatched area would be very large to giant hail or wind gusts in excess of 75 miles per hour. A hatched area could also indicate an intense tornado or two possible as well. The thing we have to realize about a risk area is that not everyone is going to experience a severe storm. As a matter of fact, the risk areas outlined by the SPC are quite large and cover a lot of real estate. But in reality, when severe weather strikes, it doesn't cover that much real estate.
So when you get underneath a slight or moderate or even a high risk, be prepared for severe weather, but don't freak out. The SPC sometimes plots these risk areas several days before the actual event occurs. And these risk areas do change the closer we get to the actual event. Sometimes model data will suggest that the atmosphere could really be in turmoil three days out, but the next day they could back off. So the SPC is very cautious on how they place these risk areas and the intensity. The risk areas are plotted first in a series of events that leads up to a potential severe thunderstorm watch or a tornado watch. So, the next time that you hear that your area is in a slight risk or an enhanced risk for severe weather, then just pay attention and be aware that rough weather could be coming. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And if you ever get into a moderate or a high risk, keep it tuned to Stormdar Weather. We are on it. Trust me. Corey and I... And if they're not available... No, we're available. But I mean, like, <laughs> if you're at work and he's at work. Yeah, look for Shara's post. Shara will do her best. You better. To not lead you astray. Well, it's it going to work a, out except Wednesdays. It may, we it may be a post that just says, take cover now. In spring, we should be covered pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happening, but, you know, y'all just take cover. <laughs> Let's just all be and safe you together. Know and if it comes from stormdar weather, they're, they're going to listen to you. You know, it's it's the Bible of weather. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should do a live cast. Go, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I know there's storm. I do not know, but it looks really <laughs> scary outside right yeah. now. So let's all reconvene in our storm shelters and go from there. Perfect. And Perfect. hopefully in the meantime, one of the guys are going to get back to my many, many terrified messages <laughs> saying, please help. Because one will not be on an airplane. I won't answer the phone. <laughs> Corey's in a cave. I can't do anything. Now, like, like we said last week, the only time that's going to be an issue would be Wednesday afternoon. And that's afternoon for like two and a half hours. That's it. But a lot can happen in two and a half it hours. It can. It can. Generally, it will happen after four, it's and usually, I'll be out. And most tornadoes, as we learned from one of my many fun facts, oh, happen yeah. between three and five p.m. Yeah, yeah. But I don't get out of my show until at least four. Not in the Ozarks, though. Well, you know. Well, it happens That's in the time Oklahoma, like. and then it gets here, and then about, it comes here right. about eleven o'clock at night. Exactly. <laughs> so y'all are out of your Corey stuff. Corey and I are like, where it's late. Okay. Anyway, let 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 let's move on. Uh, it's time for the next segment, which is in other news, and I got a couple of things. You you got something? You got something over there, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, okay, well, I'll do mine. Um, this is something I did not know. I mean, I knew there were tons of weather offices around the what National Weather Service offices around the country. I thought there were like 90-some. But I learned today, actually, there are 122 National Weather Service offices around the country. I'm sorry. This sounds like a fun fact. Are you stealing my segment? You didn't tell me what your fun facts I'm just, are. No, I'm not using that one. I'm just saying that's a fun fact. I can edit. No. no. 
I'm not using it tonight. I'm just. Shara's mad at me now. I'm going to get a fun. Okay, that's what. You're not allowed to do fun facts. I can't do fun facts anymore. Okay, that's Shara's segment. I'm going to play your segment for me. No, never mind. Okay, anyway. Don't you dare. (laughs) Yeah, because last year. I know nothing else that happens on this entire (laughs) podcast. Let me have this. You need, you need your moment. That's why I know that. Uh, yeah, I, I literally thought there were 95. There's like 122 of these things. And I, I guess that's, I don't know if they added. I don't know if I read it wrong. Uh, I'm sure it's in a weather school if I've got, which if, if you hear it, let me know and I will change it. So anyway. All right, Corey, you, you do one if you got one. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Oh, no, no. Don't do this to me. But if you were like wanting to go to Dollar Tree, it's no longer Dollar Tree. What? And buy a balloon bouquet or Walmart. It's it's harder to do now because starting July first, twenty twenty one. That was last year. I yeah. know. Was a was a uh, an outage of helium supply. I wondered about I that. I did hear that, that there was a... Yeah, so, you, okay, you got stuff to tell, use words. Well, they uh, are now expecting this helium uh, shortage to last through 2022 and possibly 2023. So if you want to send your significant other or anybody, if you want to have a celebration with balloons of helium, you're going to have to pay dearly for that. What okay. about those things you buy from Walmart that blow up balloons? <clears throat> well, that's helium. that's helium. That's a helium tank. Yeah. No, I mean, like, you can buy one in a box that you take home. That's still helium. So that's a helium tank. you're just not going to be able to buy those. They're just not okay. going to I've heard of this in the past 10 years where this could be happening. Why, but now, why is helium but in now shortage? now it's yeah. really... Why is there a helium Helium shortage? is an element it's that right. is in shortage, that is in short supply, and I'm not sure exactly what happened. I feel I like with... I heard that it's... It was a long time coming, like maybe the world, the earth is running out of helium. But I feel like with our technology nowadays, we should be able to recreate helium. Well, no, it's it's an essential element. So like, we should be able really... to somehow manufacture fake helium. Well, because well, I know hydrogen is abundant. Right, because, you know, got to have it's that to breathe and make water. Very fl- yeah, but he- helium, I-, I don't think you could recreate helium. If you use it up, it's used up. Well... Right? Then what do we do? Why in the world would I bring this up in a weather podcast? We're trying to figure that out mm. over here as well. Let me see. Breaking news. Breaking oh. news. The National Weather Service has announced as of March 1st, they won't be sending up as many weather balloons due to the helium shortage. <laughs> Is that what they use? I thought they used hydrogen. Seriously. I thought they used hydrogen. E, well, you I would thought be it wrong. worked the same as like a hot air balloon. Well, this no. this is this story is out of Tallahassee, Florida, where the Tallahassee National Weather Service office will be switching from twice daily weather balloon launches to once daily in the morning, beginning March first. No, they can't unless okay, unless significant weather conditions develop and they can send additional. But not on a daily basis. I, I I have weird thoughts on that. So what what does that affect? That affects tons of. It affects the models. That's the one I'm saying because 
what these weather balloons do is feed information into the computers Correct. with the models. And if they're not going to do it, then the models are going to be less effective. I yeah, I really thought hydro, they were... Oh, I don't know. For a typical weather balloon launch, approximately 1,100 to 1,200 grams of helium is needed to lift that balloon nearly 100,000 feet. Now... The average helium balloon you buy at Walmart is 14 grams. So okay. they use a lot of helium. Yeah. Now, maybe some of them are switching to hydrogen, but definitely not the Tallahassee office. That's for sure. Well, you I don't, think I don't they know if all, that's true. I just thought the, it was something yeah, else. Yeah. You think if they were all, one of them was hydrogen, they would all be hydrogen, but you know, not. Right, because hydrogen is very abundant. Mm-hmm. If they could. But I, I think you're right. It's like, it, it's. Hydrogen is more of a fuel thing than, I guess, helium. There are many meteorologists that, that are saying if fewer balloons go up each day, it will limit the ability to sample the upper atmosphere and could impact the accuracy of weather forecasts. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. i got to give me a D. It goes right into the computer models. I mean, yeah. instantly. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it does that, and bam, it's, you're there. So. But it takes an hour for them to initialize. But, it's <laughs> but an that's issue. Okay. It's an issue. It's something they're going to have to think about in the future. There's got to be another way. There has to be. they got to send weather balloons up. Yeah. Because that's a safety issue. I like Shara's way. But then you have to burn fuel to create the heat. Right. But, nah, I mean. The meteorologist. Meteorologists in charge at the National Weather Service office in Tallahassee said some weather balloon offices across the nation, be it using hydrogen or helium, have had to conserve the number of balloon launches for one reason or another. So not as many balloons are going up right now. Okay. But they did mention hydrogen, so I'm they not did. crazy. Okay, good. Wow. So it's really something to watch. There are approximately 75,000 thousand weather balloons sent up each year across the country i believe that and there's no word when the routine twice daily balloons will launches will resume so march 1st which is a odd time because that's spring storm season that we don't need they need to do that like in meteorological summer yeah right so something to watch out for well at least we have radar Unless if, if if bad weather is occurring, they'll go ahead and send up yeah, a and, couple. Yeah, and you know, to to that point, I mean, if we're in it, like at least an enhanced, maybe a moderate risk or higher, the National Weather Service will send out that they're going to do a special launch right. that they will send up, which is is great. But you know, sometimes these models aren't as accurate as I would like in the first place with two weather balloon launches. Yeah. So I feel like that that reliability is going to go down a little bit. Well, okay. To that point, if you get a week like this, there it's pointless to do two weather balloon launches. I agree. This is totally tranquil weather. We're in high pressure is in control. So that makes sense to me. So I mean, even cutting down that much will save on the helium a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. That's good. And something to watch. Uh, I found something from CNN uh, on the weather thing. Uh, okay, this is kind of scary. Are you guys ready? Mm. Greenland's... You didn't play the scream soundtrack? Oh, you want me to? I can do no, that. I'm just saying, because it's a 
that okay. bad? No, it's not that bad. But it's fun to play this. That's some of my best work. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, that, that was Shara. Practice hours. Hours and hours. I, I told mean, her maybe that. seconds, but you know. <laughs> no, it was literally he seconds. He literally said, hey, scream for me into the mic. <laughs> Three, two, one, <laughs> go! go! <laughs> She's like, no! <laughs> so proud. So proud. Anyway, so, okay. So, th- no, this is important. <laughs> it's really important. Greenland's ice is melting from the bottom up. I'm sorry, does that not sound like an oxymoron all in itself? Greenland's ice. It's always plagued me. It's well, always yeah. bugged me. Greenland, yeah. Never understood why it's called Greenland. I've never understood that either. Because why is it called Greenland? Because it ain't green. Did it used to be green? I'm sorry. Because Iceland's name was taken already. <laughs> right? Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> but like, was it green? And then suddenly like this massive change came Greenland about? Puts a- <laughs> No pollution in the atmosphere. That's why they call it green, not the color green. That's because nobody lives there. I, right? I th- you know, I think of Greenland and I you mean, think of do, trees and grass and no. yeah, I know, I know, ice, you know, It's and, Whiteland and cows and stuff. No, it's like a big old tundra thing or whatever. Anyway, it's it's pretty much Greenland. Uh, are we going off the rails? A little bit. Oh, back little, on okay. it. Okay, back Go on. Back okay. to your serious fact. Oh, seriously, don't make me play this. Serious again. stuff. Okay, Greenland's ice is melting from the bottom up. And far faster than previously thought, this study shows. So, um, so the surface is getting warmer. Yeah, something's going on at the surface. Going on underneath, causing this to. uh, They say unprecedented. I mean, that word is really overused. It says unprecedented rates of melting have been observed at the bottom of the ice sheet, caused by huge quantities of meltwater. That's a word I've never heard before. I mean, water's water. It's melted ice. Do you really need to say melt? It that's the word. It's it's actually one word: melt water hmm. falling down from the surface, according to the study published in the Proceedings of the I National Academy of Sciences. I feel like this Academy was the Sciences. theme of uh, the movie Ice Age. It could be it was the great melting, and they were all trying to flee because Antarctica the, was melting. This is weird. It says as the melt water falls, you can see this on CNN. As the melt water falls. Its gravitational potential energy is converted to kinetic energy, which ultimately warms the water as it pools at the base of the ice sheet. In that process, the study found that the Greenland ice sheet produces more energy than the world's 10 largest hydroelectric dams combined. Whoa. So is this, is this meltwater, whatever this is? It's weird. I don't know if it's even on Google. You're looking this up, aren't so, you? So, no, I'm I'm oh. just trying to remember my high school science days. Kinetic energy Yeah. comes from movement, correct? Yeah. So this meltwater is Something moving. has to be happening and moving yeah, to create this Yeah, it's moving this and it's causing heat. this Right. Right. Right, right. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean, it it's, it's above me. You, you look like you're going to say something. No. Oh, really? Well, not right this second. Oh, okay. In a minute. He's looking up information for uh, later. Oh, oh okay. Um, it says, however, <laughs> the heat generated by the falling water is not used to generate electricity. Instead, it melts the ice. So that's something very interesting. Uh, yeah, you, it, it goes on. and I'm not going to read the whole article. But yeah, it goes on. It goes to go to CNN.com. It says Greenland's ice is melting from the bottom up. That is the... That is the thing. So, anyway, interesting on that and something to watch, seriously. So, 
Okay, Corey, you got something else? We got a big issue happening in Oregon and Washington uh, this week. Okay, what's that? Category four is about to hit. Category four what? What? Category four. Like hurricane? Atmospheric river. Oh, oh the atmospheric river. Did Wait you know they came in categories? Because I did not. I did not. I thought it was an atmospheric river. It was there or it wasn't there. Oh, they came I'm in, serious. They come in categories. You need a brownie. Category Quit four my is on the expecting <laughs> to hit. Let me talk about what, what the uh, atmospheric river categories are. Okay. Well, category one is a week. Not too much uh, a rain comes out of that in the next in, in, in 24 hours. It's modest rainfall. Uh, a category two atmospheric river is actually beneficial. It's somewhat hazardous, but beneficial. I guess Does that make sense? Well, I guess meaning it's going to bring rain to areas that are rain Several inches of rain. It uh, helps replenish reservoirs during a drought. Okay, that makes sense. Mostly beneficial, but somewhat hazardous. This is the this is the actual terminology for an atmospheric river category. All right, an atmospheric river category three is strong. It is a balance, a fifty-fifty balance of beneficial and hazardous. Okay, so it's going to be beneficial, but you got to look out. You got to watch out. All right. Uh, an atmospheric river category three happened on October 14th and 15th, 2016, and lasted 36 hours, produced five to ten inches of rain. Oh my god! That helped refill reservoirs after a drought, but also caused some rivers to rise. Where was this? Does it say? This is all on the oh, Pacific on, Northwest. On the Northwest. Okay, gotcha. Atmospheric river category four, which we they will be experiencing this week, is extreme. Ugh. It's Mostly hazardous, but also beneficial. <laughs> so it's going to wash stuff away, but it'll be. Re- For example, an atmospheric river on January 8th and 9th, 2017, persisted for 36 hours, produced up to 14 inches of rain in the Sierra Nevada, and caused at least a dozen rivers to reach flood stage. Now, a category five. You know, anything Category 5 is good. Is, you don't want you're to, done. You don't want anything to EF5 do with or Cat 5 hurricane. It's exceptional. Yeah. It's primarily hazardous. That can cause 100 hours of pure rainfall and $1 billion of damages. So, 100 hours of pure rainfall? Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. You have the rain, the heavy precipitation and runoff cause a lot of dollars and damages. Now they're going wow. for a Category 4. That's a lot of rain for the Pacific Northwest. But uh, you know, is that a is that a La Nina product? Yeah, could be. You know, thinking about it, it could be because La Nina tends to dry out Southern California, but inundate the uh, Pacific Northwest. La Nina, El Nino is the other way. Now, let me tell you, the Pacific Northwest—they've experienced some weather extremes this past. Oh my God! 365 days yes. with the, the heat wave they had. 120 degrees. Now my they're gosh. talking about 10 inches of rain in, in places. So yeah. Well, the weather is getting a little out of control. It is for sure. 
Jeez, man. So, yeah, something to watch. I love this segment. I'm going to have a drop for this segment because it's really important. Is that all you got? That's all I got. All right. Well, it's time to get to our next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It's time for Shara's Fun Facts, and she has spent the entire day just all day. looking. All, all day. All done. Yeah, she's done nothing else. Corey was like very disappointed because she didn't right? do anything. I got nothing done. You you didn't drive. You didn't clean. You no. didn't cook. I did all that. I really didn't. Honestly, he got oh, up. Really he got up today, and he was one of in his weird moods where he he deep cleaned the kitchen. Oh, so you look for fun facts on the couch? Like I also did the laundry. Oh wow! He did a few loads, but I helped with that. I helped fold because I'm yeah. OCD and I like my stuff folded a certain way. But anyway, anyway, okay. <laughs> I want to start my segment with. A shout out. Oh, okay. Uh, to my friend Nikki, who just discovered today that we have a podcast. She had no idea. Oh, no way. So, anyway. Nikki, I, listen to, subscribe. She said she was going to listen tonight, so I've got to give her a shout out, because I love her to pieces. Okay, I'm going to give her some applause. Okay, so Nikki, that's for you. There also, you go. Yes. I'm having a hard time coming up with fun facts. Uh-oh. So... And this is something we'll discuss later more in detail. But I might be transitioning, like maybe do fun facts like once a month. We could do that. And on the other days, do this date in weather history. (gasps) Ooh, I like it. Wait, wait. I like that. So. That's fine. I have some fun facts. This time. And I have this date in weather history. You have both. Have both. Oh, I love it. I okay. I'm so dedicated to the cause. You know, it I, I appreciate that. I mean, my fun facts are fun facts and they're worthless, but yeah, they're stay fun. Stay tuned to the facts. end. Yes, okay. So, the longest wedding veil. <laughs> I was looking up spring facts. Spring, okay, spring. Weddings begin in That's spring. That's true because wedding, so, people get married in spring. Right, okay. You know, it all ties in. Um, it was longer than 63 football fields. 63 what? football fields. That's just stupid. That's that's more than stupid. So, yeah. you know, we all thought the, the royal family had really long trains. Oh, dear God. Um, but there's a woman in Cyprus, I guess it's Cyprus, who set the Guinness World Record for the longest wedding veil. How long was it? You asked? How long was it? Nearly 23,000 feet. 23,000 feet. Which is the same length as about 63.5 football fields. How do you even walk? How do you even move around? I think she probably... 23,000 feet? She probably had a whole bunch of little corgis holding it up as she walked. She probably put it on for two seconds, took a picture, Uh, and took it off and... (laughs) That's um, it, yeah. I have to look into that one more. Wow. But that's like, what, 5,280 is a mile. Oh, oh. That's, that's miles long. That's, that's just, crazy. that's just dumb. Right. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from more than two miles away. Really? Okay. The world's largest animal's heart weighs about 400 pounds, which is the blue whale. Duh. Wow. It's approximately the size of a small piano. Oh my gosh! Their heart, like a spinet. Pi- like That's our heart's huge. the size of like our fist. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So yeah, f- two miles away, you can hear this whale's heart beating. <laughs> That's just crazy. 
I've done this fact before, and this is where I say I'm having a hard time, but I love this one, so I'm going to do it again. Okay. If you drive south from Detroit, you will hit what? Mississippi. If you drive south from Detroit, honey, what do you hit? Good. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Remember? Yes. That's right. Isn't because the way it was one? twisted, right. Yeah. If you head north, north from Windsor, Ontario, 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 <laughs> Ontario <laughs> crossing the Detroit River, you will reach the good old U.S. of A. This that's all jacked up. That's just so weird. That's just like I one, need to look at it on a map. One that I did one time where what's the easternmost state in the entire United States? Right. Nevada. How in the world do you get Nevada? Out Nevada, of that? like I mean, I don't know the easternmost <laughs> state. The easternmost state in the entire United States. Oh, eastern. It would be oh. like it would be like Maine. Wait, eastern is right, western is left. Never, Never mind. eat shredded wheat. Come on. I know. <laughs> uh. Okay, eastern. What? What is it? Florida. What separates <laughs> east from west? The Mississippi River. <laughs> no, in the globally. Oh, oh, the the uh, for, for, uh, the, the international dateline. Right. Yeah. What's the easternmost state in the entire oh. United States? Oh, so it's somewhere in the middle of the U.S. Hawaii, oh, Hawaii. Hawaii, because of the international dateline. The easternmost state in the entire United States. How is that possible? Hawaii is way over is on the west side of the U.S. Alaska. One of the islands, was it the Aleutian Islands? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember him doing is this. Over yeah. the international there's, a couple, there. there's a couple little islands that hang over. Correct. You're so smart. That doesn't make sense. It makes sense. Because that's the on the sense. other side. Of, I mean, Detroit yeah. and Canada, I can get. Yeah, I know. Okay. Although it's weird. Because yeah. that's like us when we go from Missouri to Oklahoma, we actually go north a little bit first. Yes, exactly. Okay, but. I'm sorry, that's on the other side of the country <laughs> from the east side. That's on the west side of the country. So that's just crazy. Okay, anyway. It's just like. <laughs> moving on. It's just like Reno and Los Angeles. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, moving on. Okay. You're hurting Reno my, you're hurting my brain. Reno is more western than Los Angeles, right. California. I, I get it. That I get too because they're somewhat on the same side of See? the country. I'm looking at a map. Right, like I said. And you go you're on radar scope. North. You did this like three weeks ago. Yeah. And okay. I mean, that makes sense to me because they're at Northwest. least on the same side of the country. Right, right. right okay. But I mean, Alaska <laughs> cannot be more western. It, you're right, it can't. It right. can't be. <laughs> Literally but it also <laughs> cannot be more eastern because of that international dateline runs right through the islands of Alaska. <laughs> Those Brits. Wait a minute. That's no. That's the Pride Meridian. I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't. I'm over there. All right, moving okay, on. Moving on. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to say this, and I'm sure I'll butcher it. Good. The Lear bird. What? L <laughs> y r e bird. Liar. I don't know if it's liar or leer. It could be either way. Well, L y r e says liar. Did you ask it if he says liar or leer when he says his name? Yeah. I mean, Hello. Okay. Okay. He can mimic almost any sound it hears. Oh, really? Including a chainsaw. No. 
So you can be out in the middle of the woods and think you hear a chainsaw. It's a sliver bird. And it's a bird. Oh, my gosh. It could be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It could be. It could be. Or it could be a tiny little bird, and he may be protecting himself. He may be like, you know what? I'm going to make chainsaw oh, sounds so they'll that's run. that's right. That's cool. That's right. Okay. Wildlife watchers have recorded the Australian species copying not only other birds, but other animals like koalas and artificial sounds such as car alarms and camera shutters. <laughs> And chainsaws. Let me tell you. The, I want to look this up. The Australian uh, yeah. outback is somewhere where I would never want to be at night. Those no, animals are messed up out there in Australia. I don't want to be there in the daytime. Yes. You'll get killed faster than they have the crocodiles. And they have everything poisonous, and you don't want to be out there. I've got a good friend who is Australian, and I want to get her on this podcast. Ooh, that would be awesome. Oh, oh my gosh. That'd I should do awesome. a live with her someday. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, anywho. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Coca-Cola consumers. I am one. Yeah. Not very often anymore, but. <laughs> and this totally applied to me. We'll pay more to drink less ounces. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Alex and I were talking about this. Like this. But Alex and I were just talking about It's any product, really. I don't think it's just Coca-Cola. I think it's any product. Yeah, yeah. He was telling me it's like the two liter bottles. You pay this much, but you get the little bit. You and pay that cute. or more. Because they're cute and cute. they're convenient. You pay what? for convenience. Well, she's talking about those little mini cans. Little mini know, cans, little cans. The little mini oh. bottles. Oh, oh yeah, those. Little, yeah, yeah. And, okay, so Coca Cola. Not only are they genius marketers, because you know, right, right. Consumers prefer smaller packaging of their beverage and are willing to pay more per ounce. So while soda consumption is declining in the U.S. because people are somewhat getting more healthy and drinking more water and stuff. Right. Coca-Cola had a net revenue of $33 billion worldwide last year. Jeez. Of course, Coca-Cola is the number one provider of bottled water in the country. Oh, it is? True, true, true. Dasani. Smart people. Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. They know what they're doing. This? But I'm telling you. That's Coca-Cola? No, that's... That's not. That's smart water. Oh, this is smart water. That's different. I have a bottle of smart water. I mean, seriously. That's that's premium because it has the word smart on it. It makes you think you're smarter than you are. But you know how they place... It's glacial. That's what it makes it smart. You know how they place cute (laughs) items on the end caps and stuff like... Okay. A pretty flowery, pinky like that. Those were created for me. I fall for those items. It is cutely packaged. Ah. I will buy it. Okay. And if you put Coca Cola in teeny tiny little cute cans <laughs> or teeny tiny little cute bottles, I'm gonna buy it. Because it's a little bit. Because it's just you get so a cute, taste. and right. you get it, but you're not getting a ton, and <laughs> not a ton of calories. All so right. Okay. I am who they're marketing for. I get it. I have to break in here. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh. So, the Coca-Cola company right. introduced a new product this month. Oh, my gosh. It did hit they brands ever. and shelves this week, and I tried it. It was nasty. It wasn't nasty. Nasty. It was interesting. Nasty. And I liked it, and I asked Sarah to buy me another one, and she thought I was kidding and I didn't buy me one. I was kidding because they were so bad. I was like, you didn't not actually bad. want me to buy you one. Okay, what is it? What it's, are you talking about? What's it called? Coca-Cola Starlight. It's supposed to taste like space. No, I mean, necessarily. We shouldn't be drinking. Not necessarily. You know, we shouldn't be eating things that are out in space. You interpret. They tell you to interpret the flavor on your own. Okay, well, I. You interpret it as like. It doesn't give you a. 
oh, an explanation disgusting. of what it's supposed to take. Yeah, you gotta try it. Tastes you, either like you space. like it or you don't like it. And I All like right. it. Okay, but here's the thing. I have a friend. It's red colored. It's not red colored. It kind of is. It has a reddish tint. <laughs> it has a pinkish tint. I have a friend in Springfield, and she is conducting a survey. And she has asked all of her friends. I mean, like, she has taken them cans and had them try it. And so far, the booze are winning. There's only, like, two people. I'll try it. That have liked it. I, mean, I had no idea it was it's even here. It's not horrible. Like, I could choke it down. I like it. It's something different. But everybody has the same. Like, she recorded them trying it for the first time. I like oh, really? it better than Cherry Coke. So here's the thing, know. though. It, I love Cherry Coke. Yeah. Offhand, like My when, it, does, when yeah. it first hits your mouth, it tastes like cherry Coke. But then immediately when you swallow, it has this aftertaste of like coffee. You're wrong about and that. dirt. No. No, no, no. And Is it I don't, diet? I don't like coffee. No. no. It okay. has an aftertaste of coffee. Of uh my mother would like it. So the if you Aurora, like coffee, it has the like aftertaste of the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> You're way oh, in your stop microphone. It, it has okay. the aftertaste of <laughs> God. Callie's okay. Comet. Okay, here's the that thing. That doesn't make any sense. In 1986, when here's I was nine thing. years old, and stop I was it. watching it with my grandparents. Here's the thing. And it won't I... be back until I'm 85 years old. I have a friend. Most people like the smell of coffee. I do not. Okay. Oh, I have a God. friend that burns some kind of candle or something in her home and it smells mocha vanilla-ish. Okay. All it right. gives me a headache. Not because it's a bad... I don't like the smell of coffee. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's automatically going to be like a ugh kind of smell to me. Right. But it gives me a headache. It's that strong. Okay. This tasted like that smells. There's nothing okay. in that Starlight. Sense. That makes Coca-Cola. sense. Coca-Cola. That has Starlight. anything to do with coffee. You don't know that. There's nothing. Did you I'll read get, the ingredients? I'll get a yes. can for my mother because she you likes try. cherry coke and she likes coffee. They have so it at like, Country Mart uh, here in Branson. I'm telling right. you, at first, you're kind of like, hmm, and then you're <laughs> immediately disappointed. <laughs> you're like, and eh, no. It's like ding-dong ditch. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Ew. The Coca-Cola company in Atlanta, Starlight. Okay. They spend a lot of money on I'm this. I'm going to write that so down. So I'm going to trust their instincts. And give it a couple well, tries. you know, you trusted before their... Before I form a strong opinion on you've it. You've trusted their instincts with other flavors, too, and those were bad as well. No, no, no. The Coca-Cola okay, so coffee is bad, too. Well, I go like see my mom on Monday, so I'll go <gasps> pick up one of those. Okay, where I was just we? there talking to Alex. Anyway, yes. Huh, I don't on, know. Let's move on to a different flavor. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that you can major in wine? Yes. At Cornell University? Yes. My wife wines all the time. <sighs> Oh. Okay, that's a majorly. How's that couch sounding? Does that sound good tonight? Good. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the bed. I'm pretty sure there was two small children asleep in my bed when I left, so I don't think there's going to be any room left for Corey when there's I get home. There's just going to be zero room for your husband. Okay. It's just going to be me and the two babies that smell good and snuggle with me. Okay. I'm Technically, for more drops. <laughs> anyway, yes. It's a degree in viticulture and enology, aka the cultivation of grapes and the science of winemaking. Okay. But hey, if you want to major in wine, if you want to just do wine tasting as a career, it's you know some people do. It's like I this hate wine big, personally. But I'm not a wine drinker. I can't. Even, I can't get past the smell of it to get to the taste. Well, it gives me a headache. I just can't even get past the smell. 
right. So lots of things like you don't like. I don't smell. like smells. If There's I can, a, if such a thing like, in this country or this world as a certified master wine taster and uh, you have to go through all is. kind of certification it's like a sommelier i think is the name of it like sommelier and there's only like a handful in this country i don't know what you have to do to get that certification but there are like so many professional there's wine a professional right. everything oh in this yeah country. oh my gosh yeah, but not I've, me i'm good i've even tried to taste the fruitiest of wines that people say, the fruitiest if you, wine. If you hate <laughs> wine, you'll still love this one. Yeah. As soon as I smell it, like as soon as I put the glass to my mouth and I smell it, I'm like, no, I'm done. Really? I, I, and everybody's like, wine is an acquired taste. I shouldn't have to acquire. I don't a taste. want to acquire anything. If I'm anything. thirsty, I want to drink something. Right. I don't want to acquire a taste. You know, Water or Dr. Pepper. It's not to quench your thirst. I it's know, to experience. But to enhance but I your life. I haven't experienced anything good with wine. The only wine I I kind of can tolerate is white Zinfandel. And that's pink actually. I can do And, and I don't even like that. I'm I just not a wine like person. I can do like two or three sips of a Moscato. Moscato. Which isn't really wine. What color is that? Well, they make both, I think. I've had it white both it's times. It's pink and red. No. It's, okay. It's like white. Cuz white Zin is like white light pink. Well, the ones I've had are a very light color. I have many friends that have tried to get me to like wine over the years because they just love yeah, wine. They like wine. And they all, no, you've got to try this one. It's the best. And I'm sorry. I'm still like, Bleh. Oh, you know the gal that sings the Weather School jingle, Kenya? Yeah. She knows her wine. She is, she knows I uh, any any type of wine. If people like wine, I go to her and say, okay. The, Does she have her bachelor's in wine tasting? Does she have a bachelor's in wine tasting? Does she Maybe. have a degree from she, Cornell she knows, University? She knows her wine stuff. I'll tell you that. Anyway. I don't want to know wine because it just tastes bad. I'm nah. sorry. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. Fear of the number 13. Did you know the fear of the number 13 actually has a name? Uh-huh. I mean, there's tons of, I know. Can there's I try tons it? of phobias out there. Can I try it? Absolutely go for it. Triscodecophobia. Thank you. We've done this one before as well. No, I've actually known that for years. That's one of the more popular aphobia yeah, words. Yeah, okay, I actually this didn't know one that was before. on the movie though. Triscodecophobia. This was on the movie. Which movie? Apollo thirteen. Oh, no. well, it's thirteen. I just made that up. No, yeah, I know. No. Stop it. Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually drawing a blank. No, that's on the movie. Corey and I. I, have uh, the, I have it in my head and I can't Mr. make it. Mr. Magorium. Thank you, Mr. Magorium. Okay. Wander Emporium. Oh, Mr. Magoo. I need to watch that with the kids. They've oh, never gosh. seen it. Great score. Great, <laughs> great Amazing movie. Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. Okay. <laughs> he had Triscodecophobia. Oh. Which was the fear of the number three. And who played Mr. There. Magorium? Oh, I know. Irving Can't Berlin. No, no, no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Tom, Tom Cruise. I know it's on the tip of my tongue. Dustin Hoffman. Thank you. I'm like, it's a I can see his face and I know who he is. I'm like, what is You mean Tootsie played? Oh, wait. Yes, Tootsie. Tootsie played. I was five years old when that movie came out. It also had one of my favorite actresses in it. Natalie Portman. Thank you. Oh. I love Natalie Portman. And you also like Jason Bateman. I do love Jason Bateman. He was on Full House, wasn't he? Oh. Oh. I don't watch those sitcoms. Oh, I'm thinking oh, of Michael J. Fox. Gosh. Never mind. They look alike. He He's on Ozark. Michael, Ozark. Michael J. Fox wasn't on Full House Which you wouldn't know anything either. about because you don't do the Netflix no, thing. No, no. No. You're thinking of, no. There uh, was no uh, Jason Bateman uh, on Full House. No. 
what was Michael J. Fox in the one where he was like the business guy? Shoot. That's Family Ties. Family, family Ties. ties. Family well, that ties. was Justine Bateman. His sister. His sister. Yes. Not Justin Bateman. Not Justin Bateman. E to <laughs> Justin, and it makes Justine. No, well, Jace, Jason. Jason. No, so. no, no. I'm talking about Michael J. Fox. Okay, but we're not. We're talking about Jason Bateman. Oh, okay. Who's that? I, I, I Justine Bateman. Jason, oh, okay. Jason Bateman. He's just the cutest. Oh, he has okay. the cutest personality. And in all the movies he's in, he's just so fun. So anyway, moving on. Okay, mo- moving on. <laughs> I'm almost done. People. Hang in there. Oh, Hang with me. <laughs> Hold on tight. We're almost there. Okay. A dollar bill doesn't live as long as you'd think. I mean, you've got dollar bills hanging around your house maybe that are like, they look like they've just been Decades. around. Decades. They've seen the worst. Yeah. You know, they've lived through it. My high school graduation, right. <laughs> <laughs> but according to the Federal Reserve, each buck lasts about 6.6 years. That's it? I mean, unless you've hidden it away, you know, under your well, mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. It's in circulation for about 6.6 years. Really? Um, there's currently about $1.79 trillion of U.S. currency in circulation right now. Okay. $1.79 trillion. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I'd take half that and I'd be happy. You I'd know? take a I'd hundredth take a, of that. I'd take a percentage. <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. Point one. Point one. Point yeah. one <laughs> That'd be great. But, we go yeah. to Eddie Bauer again and buy the not discount. We'll just buy everything Everything. We'll Eddie just buy Bauer. the store. <laughs> okay. I taught Rando how to bargain shop the other I day. I don't know how to shop. Thank you for going and shopping with me, by the way. We taught him how to clearance rent shop. Shara taught me how to clearance. You know how to shop. I know how to clearance rack shop. (laughs) I don't pay full price for anything. All right. Okay. There is a world record for the most world record titles (laughs) held. Of course there are. Okay. So it currently... uh Uh-oh. Ooh, I was waiting for him to make an announcement. He steady sneezed. Thanks for not doing it right in the microphone. (laughs) Why did you grab the microphone and then sneeze? I turned it off. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, okay. okay. You smart. Um, So this world record (laughs) currently belongs to a Brooklyn, New York resident, Ashrita Furman, who's held more than 700 Guinness World Records in his lifetime. Wow. And he doesn't look very old. Ranging from the heaviest shoes walked in, which were 323 pounds, no, to the most baseballs held in a baseball glove, which was 26. So I think he's made it his lifelong goal just to see how many Guinness World Records he can set. He holds 700 titles. 700! Like, you know... He has no life. Right? Like, no one can even get one. To get no. one is huge, but 700... That's the whole book. Like, I didn't know there was even 700 different... He gr- ain't got no life. I didn't even I know there know. was 700 different categories. And he holds seven different... So, whatever. Right. Okay. Okay, so here's the first... <gasps> okay. ...of this date... Ooh. ...in weather history. All right. Today is, when we're recording this, February 27th. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's our local, the state and weather history. You're going to make me make a new drop, aren't you? (laughs) In the year 1900, a winter storm dumped 11.8 inches of snow on the Kansas City area. Ooh. And it remains to this day the highest snowfall total for any given day in February. The same storm continued on the next day for a two-day total of 13. 
15 inches. For, for a day. That's like one day. One Wow, day. 13 inches. That's a lot. 13 inches in Kansas City, Missouri. All right. In 1717, the great snow of 1717. I don't know how they came up with that name. Yeah. New England's legendary snowstorm consisted of four storms from today until the 7th of March. Woo! From the 27th of February to the 7th of March. The storms killed 95% of New England's deer population. Oh, my God. Okay. In 1984, a severe winter storm spread blizzard conditions across Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana. 24 inches of snow fell in the Rolla area in Missouri. I know where that's at. Four inches. 22 inches was reported in southern Illinois. Winds frequently gusted to 50 miles per hour. Blizzard. Interstate 65. (laughs) We are somewhat familiar with Interstate 65. No, we're not. No, we're not because 65 is not an interstate. It's not an interstate. Oh, whatever. It says it's interstate. It's highway 65. That's in Illinois. Um, Oh, okay. It was impassable for several days due to the extensive drifting of the snow. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I believe Thunderstorms. Sounds like it lasted more than three hours. Right? Exactly. Thunderstorms were reported, which added to the heavy snow amounts. Oh, poor thing. And in 2007, the world record for 96-hour rainfall was set. 2007. I feel like you should remember this. 96-hour. That's three days. Was it in Ridgedale? No, that's four days. 96 hey, is four days. It's actually a yeah. word I'm not... I looked it up. I think a it's... A word? In, well, it's a town. It's a name. It's oh. a country. It's something I'm not familiar with. Okay. I believe it's in St. Thomas. So what? how do you pronounce in it? In my research. How do you uh, pronounce it? La Reunion. I think that's south of Rolla. I looked it up. <laughs> <No>, Very <laughs> south. <laughs> Very south of the U.S. <laughs> Oh, I looked wait. it up. It looks like it's in St. Thomas. Oh, okay. 96-hour <laughs> rainfall record. Guinness World Record. Was that? Tell me the amount. Tell me the amount, honey. You in can do In 24 this. hours? Uh, 32 96 inches. hours. 96 hours? 96-hour rainfall. Four days. Four 2007. Days. Okay, let me think. Wait, 2007? That's recent. 2007? Oh. Well, you know. Uh, I'm going to go with a... Uh, I'm going with 25 inches. I'm going to say 31. You want to stick with those answers? I don't know. Sure. 96, 96 hours is a lot of rain. Well, if you get it one inch an hour, that's, that's a 90. lot of rain. Well, if that. it's one inch an hour, yeah, it's 96 inches. 191.7. Don't believe it. Inches. I don't believe it. In how many hours? 96 hours. hours. That's over an inch an hour. The island would be underwater. I mean, it is an island. There had to be some kind of a tropical system associated with that. It would have to. It just sat there for like days and days. Look it up, but 191.7 inches. That's that's over two inches an hour. World record for a 96-hour period. All right. It but rained. everywhere else on Earth, they don't receive that in 10 years. Right? I know. Okay. It's got to be a tropical system. That's crazy. It just literally poured 
for 96 hours. Uh, yeah, Four, for four like, days. Torrential rain. Four days. 2007. I did that recently. Like, imagine... You know, imagine when you're driving down the highway and this torrential rainfall hits and you have to pull over because you can't see. I feel like that's what they got for four days. Well, let's put that in perspective. Perspective. If that fell on Branson, I would not under, have a house. We would be underwater. <laughs> Table Rock Dam would break. Would burst. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, gosh, yes. There would be no way they could like, reg- right. regulate and that. And it would be disaster. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's literally 1.99. It's almost two inches per hour. Two inches per hour. I don't like that. I don't want to live Remember there. Remember, my son Grayson said something one time um, because he has weird thoughts like this it, because his level of genius is far beyond mine. Uh, um, what if all of the rainfall just <laughs> fell at once? That's you what know, we call a P-Watt. You know, instead of like over six hours, you know, we got all this rain. What if it just dumped like a bucket well all it, of the rainfall at once it, it, if you look at the p watt i'm just saying i feel like that's, that's what, what 191.7 feels like it would be like right, if the skies yeah. opened up and just dumped all of the water in the clouds at once but if you think of the p watt on one small of that island. tropical system the p watt would have to be way up there to do precipitable water that's what p watt stands for wow okay so, as I said, yeah. I'm running out of fun facts. That's fine. Now, if people want to send me fun facts. Do oh, do say fun facts at stormgarweather.com. I feel like we need to. No, like, wait. Not, that's uh, not no, it. No, that won't work. That's, that, that's a fake email. We'll never get that. We'll no, never. What, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? What am I trying, <laughs> what am I trying to say? I have no idea. You can no. Stormdar at can, no Stormdar weather in the subject you can put line. In the That's subject what I mean. line. Stormdar weather at gmail.com and put in the subject line. I'm like fun you text. just made that email up. I <laughs> bet people have been sending those for years. <laughs> no wonder I'm not getting it. It's eleven thirty. Okay, I've had a day. It's past Rando's bedtime. It's, well, yeah. Rando doesn't have children. I've been arranging it's for not, four shows. I don't know what time he goes to, to bed. It's, not, it's early. He doesn't know how to stay up late and function on no sleep. Like us it's parents. Early. That's it's why I don't want to. Yeah, but I'm arranging for four shows now. This is what arrangers do, <laughs> and then and and and. We st- we start rehearsing for my show tomorrow, and we open Tuesday night. <coughs> Hughes Brothers. So, so anyway, Brothers. send me your yeah. fun facts. Yes, we'll probably gather them the once a month. At sheriff at <laughs> funfacts.com. <laughs> or you can come up with a weather question and send it directly to Shara, so she has to research it herself. Yes, <laughs> and she can answer that for you. Absolutely, at Shara at funfacts. <laughs> I can't even say it. Are we going off the rails yet? iCloud.com. No. Oh my gosh, you did not just give out my email. Yes, I did. But anyway. I will edit that out. Just remind me. No. That's fine if they want to email me. Anyway. Seriously, that's up to you. Okay. Anyway. Right. I'm going to do with this date in weather history. Okay. That means I have to make a You have a to drop. come up with a new jingle. I know. So, uh, because you didn't have anything to do right now. <laughs> no, my four shows I'm arranging, plus opening four my own shows. show. I got plenty of time. That's nothing. I got plenty of time. You come up with a new jingle. Let me get my schedule out. Okay, Wednesday evening at 7 for an hour. That's what I got. You've got to make me a jingle. Okay. 
Randy or what? Huh? Randy is going to get pretty, pretty crazy in the next few weeks, and yeah. it's going to slow down in a week or so. You're going to go to the showboat, and they're going to open up their second half with this week in weather history. Is <laughs> what I'm afraid of. Wait, wait, wait! Wrong drop. Sorry. Hold on. I got too many drops. I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's going to start playing Shara's fun facts in the middle of the show. And out comes Todd Oliver. There you go. <laughs> and the dogs. <laughs> we better stop. I think we're going off the road. It's really late, Okay, let, It's almost we, midnight. We need to get to the next segment. So. <laughs> it's the weather word of the week. And before oh, we completely dear. derail. Uh, no, this is an easy one. So, Shara, what is <laughs> this week's stormed our weather, weather word of the week? I think I can handle this one. Good. Critical thickness. Wow. Wow. Critical thickness. So, what is the definition of critical thickness? <laughs> this is a long paragraph. Well, I know. This is the thickness that separates rain and snow. Areas north of a critical thickness line are likely to experience snow if precipitation precipitation falls <laughs> areas south of the line will likely experience rain and along the line mixed precipitation could fall sleet freezing rain snow and rain this line along with other critical thicknesses gives a good first guess at precipitation type Right, and I, I'll do a quick explanation of that. If you uh, go to the Storm Prediction Center, the Meso Maps, you can hit critical thickness. And what that does, it shows the temperature at different layers of the atmosphere. And the reason I chose this is what I explained in the A block. The surface temperature could be one temperature, but you go up to 850 milligra milligrams, <laughs> millibars, milligrams. <laughs> up there, it, and it's a different temperature, could be warmer, and that's where that warm nose comes in. Then you go up to 500 millibars, it's colder, so that's what all this stuff, is. <laughs> you gotta go, you can go if you want. <laughs> sure has to go. Thanks for announcing that. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> everything else has been announced on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll go into critical thickness. I need to make a weather school on critical thickness because it really does. If you look at the map, you can tell what kind of precipitation is going to fall. So go to that and search it out. So, okay, I think we need to wrap this up. For We've we gone way off the rails. Completely off the it rails here. It is too here. late at night for us to be doing I a podcast. Know, well, that's my fault. So we'll, we'll do a little bit earlier next I mean, week. it was technically our fault, too, because we had plans. Oh, you had stuff to do. We didn't get home until after 8. So. Yeah, we didn't even start this to what, 9.35 or 9.45? <laughs> so, 10 Corey, you got anything else you want to add? No. No. And Sherry, you got to go. I'm out of information. Okay, so, so I think it's time then to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com, especially for fun facts. <laughs> also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>